Dan's Driving Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 78. I'm your guy. I'm Dan. This is episode 78. We're talking minute 78 of Burial Ground and Zombie Lake. And we left Burial Ground with the three remaining people. Peter, Evelyn, and the gal who hurt her ankle. I gotta write this down. What's the point now? I mean, you, you, we all know who they are. I don't need to say their names, do I? Uh, and they, they found some strange, nebulous, weird space somewhere or other that has a staircase, and it looks like it's made of stone-ish, but it looks like it's kind of set in the middle of nowhere, and it doesn't sort of have a proper door, and it has what looks like props for like a gazebo or a cathedral or something in it in the middle of the room and the gang are stepping in and they're excited because um the guy peter has said um peter uh, has said that there is there's no one in there then let's go in so we should be safe model builder's workshop mark for god's sake close the gate yeah. right away Now what do we do, Mark? Let's push this thing over there, in front of the gate. Give me your head. That's it. Let's go upstairs. Come on, darling. His name is Mark. I'm an idiot. I, I've forgotten. The, the Janet is... No, Janet was... I forget the limping gal's name, but Evelyn... Evelyn I, I, I do like this. Well, I don't know if... I don't think shock works like this. But somewhere in between when they saw Peter... I don't know what his name is now. The, the, um, or the mustache getting eaten and arriving in this space which is clearly like a huge why does it have a proper door i don't i don't know i guess i don't understand if it's i i will say that this is probably still on the villa but this does look to me and i know i've said this before but this does i don't know i guess this is on the villa this does look like a, a big set on the studio to me rather than a um I like like the monastery, the rooms they were in, that gazebo thing, and and I, I kept remarking on how I thought if these were sets, these were gorgeous when we were in the gazebo. Oh, uh, we were in the villa, um, gazebo. That's a fun word to say. I thought these were very elaborate sets, and of course they weren't. This one, I don't know. Like I said, this one, as I said, it looks like some sort of model builders place. But but again, like. You know, they went in a monastery that was just filled with zombie monks that had had no sign that it was an actual monastery. It was just filled with people in monks' habits or robes who were um, zombies. And now they're in this weird space. I mean, I 
I guess there's some some fun in it that they go from the villa, which is an actual set space, into sort of the monastery space, which they're not in very long and is, isn't quite fully set, into this space, which is just weird. And like the minute ends with the three of them up, uh, they've gone up the stairs and they are proceeding towards a door at the top of the stairs and the door is beginning to creak open. Yes. In the next minute, you will hear a door. You will believe a door can creak open. You will hear a door slowly creak open again. And But it's interesting because if you watch the shot at the end of the minute, the camera sort of... I, I like... I think, I think, say what you will about Mr. B's direction, but I really like this, that he's on the floor... He watches them go up the steps. He watches them proceed towards the door. The camera pans over slowly. Half of the frame is now filled up with like, it looks like a column of some sort that's on the floor. And the other half is them approaching the door. And you can see all this huge like rafter type thing above them. Maybe this isn't the villa. I don't know. It's one of those things where part of me thinks it's a set. But another part of me says, you know what? A place that big and a house that crazy... Why wouldn't it have, like, you, you just wander and suddenly surrounded by woods, you just find this huge two-story spot where someone's building junk. I don't know, it's just fantastic. It's, um, I don't know, it's it's almost like, um, I'd love to map out this world that they're in, um, in this movie um i'm not going to because once i get to the end of talking about the movie i probably won't watch it for at least a year or two uh it, it took me it took me about a year and a half to watch a night of horror again after i did that and i still have not rewatched um last slumber party night to dismember um not not the uh not the new version which is is i i think they're showing it like alamo draft house or maybe they've already shown it uh, I think they've already shown it, like Video Vortex or something like that. And, um, maybe maybe that's going to get released finally. I don't know. I st- I have a copy of the original Night to Dismember uh, on on my computer here, and um, uh, I I could talk about it. I might talk about it, um, but that would be uh, maybe. But let's get back to Barrel Ground. I like yeah. The minute ends, they approach the door, and the door begins to creak open. I love it. I think it's a nice ending to the minute. Uh, I like that Evelyn seems to be have her wits about her again. I don't know fully that having Mark be the guy in charge is, is the way to go. But they they roll one of the the set model things in front of the door, and then they begin to go up the steps and go slowly. Mark, but he's kind of half <laughs> dragging her quickly, and Evelyn now is is she's fully cognizant again and. I think something bad is about to happen. On Zombie Lake, I'm not sure what's about to happen. Uh, Helena has announced that her dad and the zombies are going to come into the town or the village, but they want uh, he demands a lot of fresh blood. And like I said previously, I think she's gone to him and said, we'll bring you peace, death. And he says, okay. And she says, but you have to bring the others. Okay, have fresh blood. So you remember Let's let's see what happens next. To the mill, and then they drink the blood. I'll go out, and you you can do whatever you have to. But uh, no, I don't want to talk about it. Leave me alone now. Mom, 
help me. Give me the courage to do it. Zombies are coming. Well, don't worry about me. I'm staying. You must be crazy. They'll kill you. I don't want to miss... And so Zombie Lake roars towards its ending. In kind of the same... I mean... There's stuff going on. And, and it has the feel that maybe this will be final. But it's it's never... Um, eh. <laughs> We're not really going anywhere too fast here. You know, you, you, you get Helena, who is... she. Yeah, she picks up the picture of her mom to try to give herself strength um, and what she has to do, um, which is, yeah, get get her, her dad and all the zombies to the, the place where they will be killed. And, and then you see the zombies rising up out of the water. I hope they had enough time to get the fresh blood. I, I'd hate to... Th- I'd hate to think... Like, I'd... I, <laughs> Like you just see like the zombies approaching and like the the mayor has like five kids like from the village like leaning over rocks and he's got like a gun pointed at their heads or, or like a, an axe raised above their heads and he's like, okay, here they come. And then someone runs up with like a couple buckets and like, mayor, I've got the blood. Wait, where'd you get the blood, where'd you get the blood from? Oh, I killed a uh, bucket. Where, where'd you, where'd you, uh, I killed uh, a half a dozen chickens. Oh, chickens. Sure. Yeah. I'm. Don't worry about the kids. I'm just goofing with them. Hey, kids, you can take off now. Oh, boy. So apparently there was enough time. And um, it, it takes a while to... What happened to Spitz and Moran? It takes a while to go from one bit to another. And then at other times, it bullet trains it, baby. Gone in 60 seconds. It is Gumball Rally. It is rocking it bullet yes and th- that's what this is so it's the zombies rise up and then you see a shot of the the the, the, the church and the the, clo- the do you see a shot of the clock i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm just gonna look real quick right here yeah you see you see a shot of the clock i love that they do show a shot of the clock and it's about geez i want to say it's about almost 6 30 or 5 30 a little tough to tell like that means anything I know, does that mean anything to you, that it's almost 5.30 or 6.30? In this place, yeah, and the camera pans down, and you see the front of the church, and then it pans over, and you see the the great mustachioed gentleman um, uh, running running for his life, and the reporter is standing there, and she's not going to budge. And um, they're coming, they're coming, here they are, they're, they're on the way. So the zombies are approaching, and I realize I don't have much to say in this minute because I want to get to the ending. I want to see what's going to happen next too. But but yeah, the, I, I love the um, the compression of time right here is something. Give me the strength. I, I and I hope the the kid didn't say how much time they had to get the blood to the fresh blood to wherever it is. Um, I uh, I applaud the mustachioed guy, not not the guy from Burial Ground, the guy who looks at the chair from Dark Side of Midnight, for having like a rifle with him. I, I think he does at least, doesn't he? Yes, yes, he does. You know, you know, as if you know they've they they had that pitch battle with with the zombies and didn't didn't really harm any one of them apart from the dad foaming at the mouth at one moment. So I applaud him for hoping that that might help. 
but yeah, I I fear for the reporter right now. I I, I never really got to know her the way I wanted to, um, the way we all wanted to. But um, yeah, the zombies are coming, and it looks like it's gonna be pretty crazy pretty soon I, I guess I'll, i guess i'll wrap this up this is a bit, a bit of a shortish episode but that was episode 78 thank you everyone again for listening we don't have much left listen to this <laughs>